0: Hello and welcome to Christie's Education's Think Like an Art World Expert podcast. And thank you for listening. Today I'm speaking with Scarlett Colici, founder of Projects on Walls. Thank you for joining me today, Scarlett. My pleasure. Um, Let's get straight into it and tell me about Projects on Walls. What is it?
1: So we source artwork for projects, be it residential projects, commercial projects. Every project is totally different. So one day I'm sourcing emerging contemporary painting, the next day I'm sourcing sort of antique paintings of horses. I mean, it's really varied. Um, But essentially the platforms there in its its infancy was to support emerging painters and and young artists graduating from art school, providing them with a different opportunity to show their work. Um, And now it's sort of grown and grown from there, really. So that's kind of essentially what we do.
0: And how did you get started with this?
1: quite organically, actually, because I am an artist myself. So I I graduated from Chelsea Art School about four years ago um, on their MA programme. And then post that, I sort of... I guess a lot of my friends from university, because I also studied classics at Newcastle prior prior to that, um, had started going into different industries, sort of from design and architecture and this sort of area of of work, Um, and would approach me and ask me for friends who were painters that they could suggest for, for various projects. Um, and the idea was sort of born then um, alongside that I started having my work procured by Soho House, which was great so um, in Mumbai and, and New York and London and I, I, I guess their model was really great. you know they really invest in these emerging artists and, sure. and they build up this narrative around each of their buildings and their, their projects be it in the UK or abroad. and that kind of gave me a little idea I guess from there and I sort of ran with it from that really but it was all very organic to begin with.
0: yeah and how do you, how do you source? The artists, do they come to do you? Find them, or do they come to you?
1: A bit of both, really. I mean, Instagram is a huge tool for me. Yeah. Because a lot of artists will just tag me in things, or they'll direct message me in things. I'd say it's probably a seventy thirty. I'm on the hunt all the time, but then I get sent lots of, of lovely presentations regularly, which I all keep all on file because there's nothing that's going to be not right for anything because each each brief is so different.
0: Yeah. Could you tell us about one of your projects?
1: Yeah, um, where to start? Um, a recent, the biggest job we've done or I've done was at the Hoxton Hotel, which is a big commercial job which I've recent well, still installing actually, the ongoing project. Um, but yeah, we I saw sort of over two hundred pieces for them, um, and that was for their new hotel that's just opened in Southwark, um, and uh, they came to me with a really lovely brief actually for different areas. So they needed pieces for their lo- the entrance lobby, which was all focused on botanicals and. Um, sort of the hop fields and sort mm-hmm. of delving into the area of of, um, of that. Um, and then we sourced for the restaurant, which was all to do with um, theatre and um, the sort of, um, what's the word, sort of bohemian days of, of Southwark, sort of back right. in the day. Yeah. Um, so photography and fashion and all that sort of, a real eclectic brief for that. So we sourced some really lovely pieces for that. Then we did the stairwell, which comprised of about 100 pieces, which is this vast brick um well, I can show you the photos. You can see, yeah. And um, for that, we sourced again a really varied assortment of work. It kind of was a, a, a narrative through the ages from the history of that area of London through to present day. Mm. So we've got really contemporary illustrations through to antique pictures of boats on the Thames and really varied. Um, and yeah, that was that was a lovely job, but a big job.
0: So when you source the artists, do you have a stable of artists that you refer to?
1: continuously see, or do you
0: yeah. it depends on the project itself? it totally
1: depends on the project often and there's a few artists that I use regularly because um, obviously once you build up that relationship it's so easy to go back and say oh by the way if you're working on any works on paper or any drawings or anything to do with faces or whatever it may be yeah. um, I can just fire off an email really quickly whereas it's slightly different if you're building relationships with different artists um, but that's what's really great about each project is so different so it'll enable me to reach out to totally different artists for different different projects I'm sourcing for another lovely hotel um at the moment and um the brief is so different to what I've done before so again it takes me back to the drawing board and yeah um I'm learning I'm learning stuff with each project too
0: fantastic so do the projects themselves become springboards for the artists that you you get in to do the work?
1: I guess so I you know for example you know these lovely big hotel jobs um uh, yeah it's, it's obviously really lovely for the artists to have their work featured in these public spaces um so in in that sense it is a springboard um I guess in the other sense you know I've had an artist recently said oh Scarlett I don't want to be an interior design artist I said but you're not mm. but people are willing to pay good money for your work and your work is wonderful you know it's it's just not the Gagosian but it's you know it's it's something and I think in order to provide artists with financial security you know I know as an artist when I started I was so adamant on getting the best gallery representation and I sort of really I was obsessed with this thing and it didn't happen or hasn't happened as yet and it might do it might not but um yeah I think now I've sort of stepped back a little bit and relaxed and taken a slightly different approach and um yeah.
0: So how do you see artist representation in in this sense? do you consider yourself as representing artists in these projects
1: my instinct would say no I wouldn't say I represent artists but what I can offer you know I can't offer gallery representation and a physical space to show work and a whole stream of collectors but I can offer regular you know financial you know contributions to their work and busy with lots of projects. So I I guess from from that perspective is is how I would say I nurture and and look after and represent artists to an extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um which I know and you know as a you know I still rent a studio in London and it's it's costly. So
0: if, if clients at these hotels or these venues see an artwork that they like on the walls do they approach you about it, or do they go? Can they go directly to the artist? How does how yeah, does that work? Yeah,
1: either, either or, really. Um, we're still working towards. I mean, for the big jobs, we you know I, I'm working on putting little books together, you know, to give to the hotels, and so they can have a nice list of because they, they buy some really lovely pieces. Um, but, yeah, either the hotel can put them directly in touch, you know, or they can come through me. But I assume once the work is up, then they can just get straight in touch with the artist. But obviously, there isn't the sort of cataloguing information next to each piece because they're not sort of galleries. Um, but if they, if they sort of delve into a bit of research, then they can obviously find out which artist painted which piece or, um, yeah.
0: So, these venues and hotels, are they m- establishing a collection? Are they being? Are they considering themselves as collectors?
1: I think that's what's slightly changing, and I'm not saying the art world or in the commercial world, but I think you know, going back to the Soho House thing, I, I think that hotels like to seem to have a collection, and they've got these lovely, healthy budgets to buy lovely work, um, and so I think without even realizing it, they put together a really, you no know, I put together for them a really nice body of work that they can. You know, this deemed slightly investable as well. Hmm. I'm doing quite a few residential projects at the moment. You know, I'll always get a P- P.S. from the client. Oh, if it's investable, or if it's what well, you know, let me you know sort of thing. And oh, I say, well, you never know. You know, it's it's always a bonus if you're going to make some money on it. But buy because you like. Don't yeah. buy because you think it's going
0: to make some money. Absolutely. So let's go back to your art background. Hmm. What, what 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 led you to that?
1: So I. Probably got the art bug. I'd say at around GCSE level, I took up textiles, photography, history of art, fine art, um, any life drawing class that was on offer. I was sort of really, became really obsessed with it. The make it was just a thing of making, and. Um, that saw me through to my A-levels and then I wanted to apply to art school but I sort of put off it by school I think there's no go and study something a bit more you know, serious yeah. so I studied classics which I loved um, but I remember thinking back then oh I wish I'd gone to art school um, but I didn't so then I left Newcastle and um, went to work for an art gallery called Lazaridis in Rathbone Place in Soho in London and I did that for two years and I think After that, I said, no, I want to be on the other side of the desk. I don't want to be selling, I want to be making. I still had this real thing I needed to make. So I actually applied to the Slade, got in. But at the same time as getting into the Slade, I was also offered a great opportunity to go and be on this TV show because I was doing some part-time acting on the side, slightly different. And I thought to myself, you know, it was quite a hard decision at the time. Anyway, I ended up going for this job on this TV show. And I did that for, for another two years and then whilst doing that it sort of confirmed no this is not for me I, I need to go back and finish what I started with the art with the art stuff so I applied to Chelsea yeah. and got in on a masters did that for a year two years so rented a studio and then started making yeah I sort of I did sculpture I did painting I went back to photography I was doing embroidery I was sort of doing all sorts um and then um yeah yeah and that's and I, I still went to studio I still paint um I'm still super active, but I guess it's, you know, I've now got this business that sort of happened quite organically without planning. So I'm sort of juggling the two, really. Are
0: you still producing artwork? Yeah,
1: I am. Slowly but surely, I've just had my baby boy. So um, yeah, a few more months and I'll be back in the studio. But yeah, it's something that I really feel I need to, yeah. to be doing. I think that's what it is with art, sort of, it speaks to you. It's, you know, it's not like I'm going to be an artist. It's, you know, chooses you.
0: And how are you represented as an artist?
1: a question I'm not represented as an artist but again with Instagram and everything I think well, most of the majority of I'd say my friends who are artists haven't got full time you know gallery representation they'll do ad hoc group shows or um, the odd duo show um, but I think yeah I think few artists you know they've got the agency model now um, so I think things are slightly changing actually and again back to the Instagram and I, people can contact you, you know directly and even now, when I'm buying work for a project, through projects on walls, hmm. do I have to go to the gallery? Not necessarily. I can just message the artist. Is that right or wrong? They don't have to. They can say, no, please go to buy my gallery. And then, of course, I will. But if I can save my clients money, then, so, I don't know, it's a, it's a grey uh-huh. area, isn't it? Really? So
0: do you think the model is changing?
1: I do, but as an artist, I wish it not to.
0: Okay. Because I love what, the tradition. In what way?
1: Um, so I used to be represented by an agency, um, and I we ended up going our separate ways because deep down for me I as an artist I I wanted gallery representation and I always will one you know I I just think that model I don't think that model will ever go
0: is it's it's just a validation of your work or
1: good question I think it is a validation but it's also nice I think it's also comforting to know you've got that support someone is looking out for you and promoting your work and believes in your work and um that drive to get up and go to the studio every day and you know a lot of artists survive on very little and they dedicate their whole life to, to making work that they really believe in and I um, have a lot of respect for that
0: When I've spoken to other uh, the people on the podcast they, they tell me that um, many artists uh, are quite frustrated that they have to go and do lecturing jobs they have to do other jobs that sustain their, their studio work and, and they're not happy as artists Do you agree with that, or what do you think?
1: Uh, It's funny, so when I was full-time painting, which I probably, you know, after the back of the acting work, I managed to save up a decent amount of money to rent a studio and solely paint for, for, I'd say, about two years. And there was a time within that when I thought, I'm just making work, but for who? Hmm. Who am I making this work for? I'm not working towards a show. People would ask me, what have you got coming up? And I didn't have any exhibitions at the time coming up. And um, there was a small part of me that was like, just yeah it didn't it didn't sit well with me um but that's what a lot of artists do you paint and paint some people don't get picked up you saw rose wiley one of my yeah. one of my heroes phila de barlow you know she taught for years it's that's part and parcel of 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 being an artist i think um but again that's why projects and walls i i really love doing that too it's a really nice balance you know i've, I've either got business head on or i've got artist hat on and i actually really like having having the two
0: yeah so, uh, and I need to make some money, so see well, that will get yes, a job. Exactly. So you said that you originally started with emerging artists. Yeah. Is that right? And now you're using more established artists in your project.
1: Yeah, the bigger the budgets, then the more um, the, yeah, the more established artists I can go to for work. Um, but bigger budgets don't necessarily mean investing in you know great contemporary art. Some people are happy to spend you know, north of ten grand on something that isn't necessarily investable, in their opinion or in my opinion, but it's a great piece and they can afford it, so
0: Yeah. Have you ever put up your own work as part of the project?
1: I get asked this a lot and I haven't until recently I did and it got selected because I do it quite blindly in the sense that I don't necessarily always put the artist so you can sort of get away with it but it's quite nice for people to just choose it because they like it not because they can see who you know yeah Um, so yes I have
0: fantastic Mm -hmm. what is the process for putting a project together
1: so is the model slightly shifted in the past sort of year I'd say Um, but with bigger because we're getting bigger projects and we always want to get off on the right foot so instead of spending days Getting in touch with artists getting everyone excited because their work's going to be put forward for a project i will i'll now go behind the scenes and put together like a big mood board um per area or per room or per project um submit that to the client and they can say love that hate that that's okay blah 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 you know provide feedback um and then from there then that will go to phase two and i select specific works that are available that are for sale that are you know a lot of its practicalities of size color you know i have a big interest in interior design too and um that's also got to play play a big part in it i mean the project i'm doing at the moment in north london the designer is actually picking the schemes from the colors that are going to be within the painting so you know it's a lot of um, back and forth between myself and the designer as well um and we recently just had a um a commission it's our first commission which is really lovely so they wanted something slightly different something slightly bespoke um to fit within this specific bit of joinery but also within the color scheme um so yeah we put together a really lovely selection of artists and they and they selected one and that's all finished and that's been a really lovely process to be a part
0: of fantastic so what what was the what has been the most challenging project so far
1: gosh i would say nine times out of ten i sort of hit the nail on the head with what they're after um But there was one job about six months ago, and they just there was I I normally offer sort of two to three rounds of feedback, but there there was nothing that this client you know she she didn't like this she didn't like that and it just got a little bit tricky, um so I think that's why we now do the mood board so I can I can offer them a real varied range because it's so subjective I mean my personal passion is sort of abstract painting I love that it's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, So I've recently employed um, a lovely girl called Daisy and and her, I think, is more sort of figurative and traditional painting. So I'll bring her in on those sorts of projects because my knowledge of that would be, you know, a bit behind hers, I would say. Um, So I guess each project is a challenge, but also a complete joy because I'm just looking at art all day.
0: And where do art fairs fit in for you? Would you use them as a source of
1: uh, I'd use them as a source of uh, artists to, to fi- I'd find artists through the fairs, presumably, but I wouldn't be going to f- through the gallery system by the fairs, if you see what I mean. Right. Um, yeah. Unless a client wanted to, I know I've got a, a client I've recently taken on that actually wants to be more involved in the process and would love to come around the fairs with me. and. Um, mm. Um, so that's another nice service I can offer. People can just sort of come with. But then I always say it's down to you. It's not, you know, I can show you what I like, but what do you like?
0: So it does sound a, a little art advisory-like, doesn't it? Yeah, I
1: would say it does. Yeah. Yeah, I guess people are coming to me for my opinion, but also my knowledge. Because um, there's so many artists out there, as you know, and yeah. so much talent. And it's often quite hard to to find them. A lot of artists aren't great at websites and marketing and hashtags and Instagram and Twitter and they just hole away in their studio, especially if they're slightly older, more mature. Um, so it's about finding them and yeah. meeting them and picking up the phone or going to knock on their door and have a cup of tea and taking photos. Another thing is the images need to be great. And it's very hard to get great images that do the work justice in a presentation. So if I know the piece is fantastic but the photo is awful, I often have to go there myself and document it or send someone. So it's um, it's a process. It takes time.
0: And so do you also do the 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 logistics of it? Do you get the artworks moved? Do you look after that aspect?
1: Yeah, I didn't used to, but I do now because often people just want the art sorted. They want it on site, delivered, framed, installed. Um, so now I've got a, a really great um, team of people that I can rely on to to do. I've got a whole framing. You know, ah. two two wonderful framers that um, are my go-to guys, and uh, for different reasons. Um, so we also offer big framing proposals now. So I'll go and I'll get samples and put up against artwork, and you know, do all that. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic
0: And so, if someone were interested in doing something similar to you, what tips would you offer them?
1: Get out there and find some really great artists to put forward for these projects. Because there's new ones coming, you know, every day, and graduating and sort of, yeah, a big part of it is is, is looking for, for 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 artists. Um, I would say that would be my top tip. Yeah,
0: yeah. how much time do you spend looking, looking for Lots. new artists? Well, would that beginning... be the majority of your time?
1: Yeah, I would say yes, it is, and still is. Even though I've got a really now I've got a really lovely big database full of. Of artists that I can go to. So if it's like nature-themed, abstract paintings, I can go to my sort of loosely landscaped artists who you know doing that. Or if it's figurative, yeah. Like, so I could, but 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 then it's nice to introduce new work. I could be lazy and just go to them because I've gone to them before. But it's nice to a off, offer the opportunity to someone else. Um, and B, I like the portfolio to be really varied, and um, I like people to go on the website and be oh that's oh that's new and you know it's um yeah so it's a constant hunt.
0: Yeah, So is there a, a sort of a fine line between being an art advisor and an interior decorator?
1: Yeah, I guess in the beginning, a lot of, you know, I was doing a lot of sort of cold calling and just, you know, hustling, essentially, um, and design. The feedback was, no, no, we like to do that in-house. This is the designer's favourite job, we like to do that. But now more and more, I think it's it's got to be a slightly different category because... It's very time-consuming, and if clients are spending a lot of money, they want um, to know that they're getting a proper, I think, a, a good service in terms of knowledge knowledge, and these presentations, which, t- which take a while, let alone all the design work. You know, interior designers work incredibly hard, yeah. um, and it's not an easy job. I've got a lot of friends who, who, who you know, are designers, and it's a whole big job in itself, and I think taking the art out of it and offloading that is... Um, is a, a good thing sometimes mm.
0: so Scarlett where do you see Project in Walls heading in the future
1: that's a good question Glenn I would love to expand yeah Um, I definitely would it's something that's sort of at the back of my mind all the time Um, I think now up until now it's been my you know my little thing and f- for the bigger projects that have come on board recently I've had to outsource help because I can't do it all on my own Sure. but then that's a whole different ballgame in itself when you're relying on other people and it's quite a niche thing you know it's subjective and what someone will put forward in a brief I might not like so it's that back and forth um but um I'd love to, you know I'd love to open an office overseas uh, we did a really lovely project in Amsterdam last year for a hotel called the Pulitzer which is gorgeous mm-hmm. um and again there's so much talent out there you know I did a small afternoon going around studios but that would you know it would be lovely to open up there or well, my brothers in in the states you know you could take the model anywhere really
0: yeah um, are you only cur- currently sourcing artists from the UK or do you bring them in internationally
1: oh i source all over okay. as long as the client's prepared to pay shipping sure Um, then I definitely would it's slightly harder because I can't see the work in the flesh until it's arrived yeah the artists nowadays are really great at sending
0: images and you know I, I sort of trust that it's like for like mm. uh, and before we go I just wanted to find out from you Scarlett how people can get in touch with you
1: yeah Um, my website which is www.projectsonwalls.com Um, and Instagram, which is at ProjectsOnWalls, or my email, which is Scarlett, with two T's, at ProjectsOnWalls.com.
0: That's brilliant. Thank you for joining me today, Scarlett. It was great talking with you.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Glenn.
0: Thanks for listening, and join me next week when I'll be talking with Patrick McRae, CEO of Artique.